Welcome to Passions with Purpose, a podcast exploring hobbies that relate to a deeper spiritual meaning. In today's episodes, we are talking all about missions. Our guest is John Martinez. He is a senior at Anderson University in nursing. He is a BCM leader and an avid Jesus follower. John, thank you and welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming on, man. Thanks for having me. Let's just dive right into it. So, missions. What kind of started that to be a passion for you? Like, what was, was there anything particular that you were like, okay, God wants me on mission more than just where I'm at at home? Yeah, yeah. I would say uh, the passion with missions began with the passion to serve Christ in general. And so uh, I spent my summer after my freshman year um, working at a camp called Woodlands. And that was the first time in my life that I actually did something like active with my faith. You know, I'd grown up um, in the church pretty much my entire life, saved from a young age, but I'd never done anything that was just like active for that long of a time. Um, and just feeling the weight of these kids coming in, some of them obviously growing up in the church, but some of them not knowing Jesus. And it was kind of my job to like display his love and communicate that message to them. Um, and I felt the weight of that. And so leaving that summer, the Lord kind of just radically fit my life and gave me this passion or this really this bigger vision of what a life serving him and glorifying him and making him known could be. Um, and it was really good, really attractive. Um, and so I came my sophomore year, I came back to school. Um, I talked to the director of BCM, James Hansen. I asked him to kind of give me a shot at joining BCM as a leader, just because I hadn't applied for it before. And I told him a little bit of my summer um, and they let me do that. And through that process, I met someone that kind of like mentored me my sophomore year. And he started inviting me to come out to these neighborhoods and start sharing the gospel, which I'd never done, like door to door knocking, like really strange stuff to me during the time. Um, but I remember the first time that I went with him to one of these neighborhoods. These are like really low income, probably not the safest, but <laughs> we were we were walking. It was just me and him this time. And he was walking in front of me and he had a group of like three or four kids um, just like that he's talking to. He already knew them, knew their names. And I just remember looking ahead of me and thinking like, if Jesus was in Anderson right now, this is something he would be doing. And I remember that thought rocked me so hard that I was, I, that was the first time I'd been in any setting that that was what I thought. Um, and that attracted me even more. And so I started going out with him more consistently at a weekly basis. I started going to his uh, house church that was also just really missions minded. And, and the focus was how do we actually live as if the gospel's real and as if there's actually lostness and as if we actually have a message of hope that can change lives. Um, and during that semester and the following semester, I just started running hard after, you know, serving him. And, and how can I actually live a life that reflects the reality of what I talk about so often, the reality of what I grew up in? And through that process, I, after my sophomore year, I spent a summer um, in Nairobi, and the Lord kind of developed that passion further. But through my sophomore year and into that summer, I just realized, like, there is a need around the world um, that has really hardly been touched in some areas. And I think what really did it for me, the first thing that led me more to like the overseas idea of missions and the mission of living was when I realized like in India alone, there are 1.3 billion people that have never heard the gospel. And I remember I, I heard that and I was just like, how is that even possible? Like that much lostness, that concentration of it in one country. And, and man, those people are so far. And 
all I could think was like, how could I not go? Just based off those numbers, you know, how could I not go um, give my life to this? And so from there, I've just kind of been seeking to to know and fall in love with Jesus more. Um, I think that's what a lot of a lot of what the Lord was teaching me this last year, my junior year. Um, and also kind of navigating the waters of like, how do I do this? How do I actually live a life missionally? Um, whether that's here on campus in Anderson in the U.S. or if the Lord eventually takes me overseas, like how can I always keep that mindset of looking for the kingdom of heaven to move in? Um, but I would say that's kind of what opened my eyes to it was that my sophomore year and meeting some people that, that were about it and I saw passion um, that I was attracted to and I, I wanted that too. So, yeah. And that, um, what was that called again? The, where you went out into these neighborhoods? What was that? I, was it a resident, residency yeah, so program? It, yeah, so it was, it, I was doing, uh, the church that I, I was a part of was 1-8, but we were connected with like this eight-week residency training, which was essentially on how to make disciples um, in your own context. You know, it was targeted for people that are thinking about going overseas possibly one day. Um but before going into a new culture with a new language, it was focused on, well, how are you doing that with your people in, in your language, in your communities? And yeah, week after week, we would hit different aspects of how do you share the gospel? How do you disciple someone? How do you engage in communities? How do you even begin You know, the first basic steps to it? Um, and it, it was really growing. It really did challenge me, encourage me. So... When was your first time going overseas for some form of mission trip? It was my summer after um, my sophomore year. That was a, I'd go, I'd been overseas multiple times before, but that was the first time that I went for the purpose of sharing the gospel. You know, um, and that was in Nairobi, Kenya, okay. for about two months. Wow, what was that yeah. experience like when you're really mission minded? You know what you were going there for, and you saw God working through it. What was that experience like? Yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. So I, going into it, um, you know, you, a lot of people ask about your summer and what your plans are. And so you get a lot of different aspects. And one of the main things that I keep, kept hearing about was this idea of like culture shock and how I was going to show up or come back from there and just like have to flip my worldview. Um, But interestingly enough, I didn't really experience that, or at least to the extent that most other people do. And I, I really do believe it's because I grew up in a third world country. Like I grew up in an area that was really poor and I'd seen poverty to those levels. And I'd grown up visiting back home, visiting my aunt or my grandma. And so it wasn't, it wasn't surprising. It, it wasn't something that I'd never experienced firsthand or been in. Um, and so showing up, it was, I was honestly pretty comfortable with those kinds of environments. Uh, but at the same time to be there with that, with the, just the, headspace of how do I get the gospel to as many people as possible um, with where the Lord has me right here and right now, it just changes your mindset so, so much. Like, to be honest, I don't think that way while I'm here because while I'm here, I'm, I'm in school and I'm, I'm studying and I'm hanging out with friends and I'm not constantly thinking, well, like the reason I'm here is to share the gospel, which is really sad because in, in one sense we are like, that is something that we never, get to let go of. It's never something that we don't get to think about because it is that important. It's that drastic. But I would say that that was one of the biggest takes takeaways from my summer was just realizing how different it is to have a missional mindset when I'm on a missions trip, but how quickly I just lose that when I come back, you know, here to the States where, where I am comfortable, where this is 
what I'm familiar with. Um, because at the end of the day, the, the main reason I was there was for that purpose. So it was never something I really forgot about, you know? Right. So when you are here and, you know, you're going through school, senior year, probably pretty tough, especially in the nursing program. Like, how yeah. how do you keep your mind on that when, you know, people might come back from a week on fire in Puerto Rico or somewhere on missions? How do you how do you keep that mindset when you're here? Right. Um, couple things. Uh, one, I would say is definitely the people that you're around, your community. Uh, and a lot of people, even missionaries that I've asked that same question to is like, how do I go back to the States and like keep the passion, keep the vision, you know, of the kingdom of heaven um, and seeking first, you know, his kingdom. And so a lot of them, most of the time, say something along the lines of surround yourself with people with the same vision, you know, and you won't lose it. And so that is a lot of the times what I try to do uh, is just keeping my closer circles um, with individuals that are about Jesus. And the second thing I would say is something that I had to get challenged in last year especially was the idea of ultimately what my life is about more so than living missionally is being a lover of Jesus and to know him. And when that is my when that is my mission to know Jesus and to love him and to please him then the lifestyle behind that is automatic. You know, I can't I can't do one without the other. I can't deeply love God without deeply loving my neighbor. Um, and without keeping his vision ultimately of the nations and the peoples and the tribes and the tongues coming to know him. Uh, and so I think over, at least while I'm here, my vision, especially while I'm in nursing school, because it is just so time consuming, has been um, to not lose sight of his heart for me and his heart for others and his heart for the nations. And that really does come, that does, that does come with prioritizing my personal time with him. How am I abiding? How am I in the word? How am I in prayer? How am I sitting in silence before him? How am I worshiping? How am I doing all these different aspects, fasting um, of seeking the Lord and letting, letting his heart transform my own heart um, into his and if that truly does happen on a consistent basis, at a day-to-day basis, then I trust I won't ever truly lose that vision. Now, I might not be able to live in it, in the reality of it, as much as I will somewhere else, you know, when I'm surrounded by lostness 24-7 versus being in the Bible Belt where there's a church around every other corner. Um, I think I just have to spread my vision of what my life is about a little bit bigger and say, at the end of the day, what I, what I want to do most is to know and love God and bring others to do the same thing. And I can, I can still do that here. You know, It might look different, but I can still do it. So with being in nursing school and um, keeping that perspective during that, is nursing something that you want to incorporate into your mission work? Or are you just feeling like it's just a filler of like, this is a good, consistent degree that I should get? Um, or is that something that you feel like God has put you in for <laughs> that, purpose? That is a great question. Um, that's honestly one that I'm like still always in the middle of answering. Um, I see the, I see the purely practical side of nursing is consistent degree. I can pretty much go anywhere and get that at least in the states, but also to most nations. Um, and I can I can use it simply as a tool to get to the bigger vision. Um, 
and kind of leave it at that is like, well, it's just a door opening. Or I can use that as a tool at which I, I'm effective for the kingdom of heaven, if that makes sense. Like that can be the main means to which I can enter a community and say, hey, this is why I'm here um, to actually help you. And that was something that I learned from my last summer. Um, like this year, I got to be with a doctor in, in uh, East Africa in a very Muslim culture. And the reason that he was pretty much allowed to be there as an open Christian was because he was a doctor, was because he was actually bringing something for his community. It wasn't just what he said was a lot of people, when they go overseas in a more closed country, they go and they have what they call a platform, which is essentially a cover-up to why they're there. And he said, my job as a doctor, isn't a, this isn't a platform. This is actually the reason I'm here. I actually want to help people, and I actually think I, I have the means to do that because, because healthcare is so poor there. Um, but in the meantime, he's also a father of Jesus, and so he always has the vision of, of heaven in mind. Uh, and I would, say, I would say that's really what I want my heart to be. I want to see nursing as the means to which I enter a community and I love people through it, you know, because it is such an opportunity, um, and I've gotten to see that even now in school. But it is also something that I have to remind myself of because that's not I'm not naturally just passionate about nursing. It's not what my, you know, heart longs for. <laughs> but Good. Jesus and his kingdom is and and I can see how I can use it. But naturally that's not where I'm at. Slowly the Lord over the last year or so has been changing my view to where I can see it a little more clearly. So I could see myself using it after I graduate and and just using that as a means to move to a city or move to a country and love people well through it. So what kind of steps are you taking now? Um, are you like looking at journeyman program just because you're so close right. to graduation this right. May? Um, what do you feel like the Lord has been pushing you to as a means to go out and be a missionary? Yeah, that's another good one. Um, originally, if you asked me two years ago and possibly even last year, I would have told you, yeah, for sure. My goal is graduate, and as soon as I can, get overseas. You know, like, as soon as I, I can, like, live this lifestyle that I want to. Um, but also through this last summer and realizing how effective um, using your degree and becoming familiar with it can be, uh, the Lord has kind of changed my heart. And something that I, I also learned from them was, what I've heard a lot of people say is unless I'm living missionally in my own context, like truly and genuinely, like I can't expect to do that here. Um, and so that's been one of the things that I've been trying to really incorporate in my vision for my future is how can I learn to make disciples in this country, in my own state, in my own cities, um, so that I can also do that if I, if I do go overseas in a different culture, in a different context. And so right now, I would say, like, my plan is kind of to, to graduate. I um, uh, really want to marry my girlfriend at the moment, and so I have a vision for that as well. And from there, hopefully, kind of moving into a bigger city and living missionally there for at least a season. Also, all things, you know, aren't in the Lord's hands, so all these plans could change in a moment. But right now, I would say until uh, Caroline does graduate, I would probably be in Anderson area 
So that's Greenville or here um, for at least another year, possibly two, um, just to kind of get established. I don't want to, I don't want to work somewhere for less than a year and be like, hey, I'm piecing out. So I, I at least want to get that in. Um, I just feel like that's the right thing to do. Uh, but yeah, I would say I don't necessarily want to stay in the Bible Belt for that long. Um, especially if I do want to go to an area that's a little more unreached, which that's, that's kind of where my heart is leaning towards right now. Um, my goal would be, whether that's north, west, midwest, I'm not sure, um, somewhere that doesn't have, you know, 100 churches in a city, or very, honestly, even like 20 or maybe like five. Um, there's so many cities that are just so lost. Or, I mean, per population, there's like one church for every hundred thousand sometimes like million people it's like ridiculous in some areas um probably not the millions in the u.s but obviously overseas uh but yeah my my heart is to go to an area where um our culture down here at least in the south is still very christianized you know we still grow up with even if we didn't grow up going to church like maybe our parents did or grandparents did but there are there are areas that they're very post-christian like it is very much a thing of the past um, and they don't really know the message of the gospel. They might have heard of Jesus. They might have heard of church and, like, what it is, but they don't actually know it. Um, they haven't been shared the actual true yes. gospel. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think I've realized from getting to meet people here and share with them that there is a pretty, though it's not full, there is a pretty well-rounded view of who Jesus is and what he did. And people are kind of more morally aware of, like, there is right and wrong, there is sin, and there is a choice that we have. Uh but in some of these areas, like, that's just not it, – it's so different. It's so different. You've obviously talked to a whole lot of missionaries. You have missionary friends. What does, like, the life of a missionary look like? Obviously, you decide that you're going to go live overseas, but, like, what does it look like when you feel like that's coming to an end? Is there a point where you feel like you're going to want to come back to the States and settle down or – do you feel like you're going to be raising a family overseas or something of that capacity? Yeah, and that's where the, the whole idea of, like, what what is a missionary, who is a missionary, what does a missionary do comes into mind. Uh, I think what, what we want to make the idea of is, like, someone that goes overseas to share the gospel with people is, like, what comes to mind when the average person talks about a missionary. But at the end of the day, like, and a lot of people talk about it, but at the end of the day, the Great Commission is for all of us, you know, to be focused on the kingdom of heaven, to love our neighbor enough to share the good news of the gospel with them. That's a that's a burden we all share. Um, some individuals share it a little heavier and some share it in a different sense. But that is that's all of ours. As a body of Christ, as a bride of Christ, that's what we all have in common. That's what we all are called to share. Um, and even within the church and bearing that, there are different ways that we bear it, you know, whether that's a pastoral out view or a teaching role or prophetic world, evangelical, apostolic, all all in Ephesians four for the building of the body. There are all these different ways of going about evangelism. Um but it is something that should be in every heart. And so the where I do it and the when I do it, that might always change. You know, that might be up in the air. So that there might be a season where I go overseas for ten years, fifteen or maybe two. Um, or there may be a season where I go to a bigger city here in the U.S., or there may be a season, which probably will be the case, where I'm just here in Anderson. Um, but the way that I live, 
and the reason that I'm living, that should always be the same. And so that's kind of where I, I never want to lose that vision. Um, and it, again, it's easy to when I'm in the States and I'm comfortable and I'm used to everything. You know, it's easy to get in a almost like a lullaby in a routine pattern, a go with the motions kind of lifestyle. But at the end of the day, I just never, I never don't want to live missionally. And so I'm not fully clear on how I'm going to do that and where I'm going to do that, nor for how long I'm going to do it. But I, I hopefully am clear on what I'll be doing wherever it is that I am for however long I'm there. Um, and that's, again, first and foremost, trying to fall in love with Jesus a little bit more today than I did yesterday and trying to communicate that love that I experience to the people around me. And whether that's a fellow brother in Christ and just saying, hey, there's, there's a deeper level to who he is or someone that's never even heard of him saying, hey, there's this God who's crazy about you. Can I tell you about him? Um, that doesn't change regardless of where I am. So that's not a direct answer to it, but as best of one I can get. <laughs> well, this has been great, John. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Is there anything else that you feel like you want the audience to know um, that I might not have asked or something that the Lord's just laying on your heart? Yeah, man. I, w- I would say uh, just to finish up, I probably my sophomore year, like I would say what most people knew me for was this really deep passion for the loss, this really deep passion for missions and going overseas and, and selling, sell, selling it all and like giving it to the poor and just like setting your minds on that. And that, that nothing wrong with that. Um, but what the Lord has done in the last year and a half or so, has just like changed my vision of the reason that is, the reason that is so important, this lifestyle, the reason it is good to lose my life so I might find it. The reason it's good to pick up my cross is not so I can live missionally. It's so that I can follow Jesus. Like Jesus is at the heart of all of this. And I, I don't want to, I don't want to hype up missions without first and foremost hyping him up. Like the thing that drives that desire now more than ever, it used to be, to be honest, it used to be statistics. It used to be things like 1.3 billion people in India. Um, and right now, at least in the stage of life that I'm in, that's not so much what's doing it. It's the fact that there is a side of Jesus that I might get to experience that I, I won't experience here. You know, There's a way that I can follow him a little bit deeper that I might not be able to do while I'm here. Um, and, and that's the attractive thing. Like he's so beautiful. And to see the, this tiniest glimpse of him a little more clearly, like it would be worth it. Um, and that's what I would say is like, the vision is always Jesus, um, and it has to be. Otherwise, we'll burn out or we'll be doing things for the wrong reason. Um, so I never want to get to heaven and, and hear, like, I never knew you, you know, <laughs> because that's what I want my motivation to be is to know him. Right. So, yeah, that, that would be it. That is so good, dude. Well, everyone, John Martinez, uh, thank you again for coming on the podcast, and uh, this was this was really great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Catch y'all next time. Peace.